Hey, I'm Kimberly. And I'm Summer. And this is The Kids Are In Bed. We are two new moms who just had babies in 2020. During that time, we leaned on each other, our limited community, and the internet. We want to share our experiences and knowledge with you guys and hopefully entertain you a little. What better time to discuss babies, sex, pregnancy, and just life than when the kids are in bed. Hi! We are back and this week... We're talking about babies again. Surprise. Yes. <laughs> well, okay. Important mm-hmm. question. Are your kids in mm. bed? Uh, Ruth is. <laughs> I think Rowan, he's probably asleep, but he's probably on dad. He should be asleep. Yeah. We'll see. Well, Rowan is our topic of choice this week. We get to talk all about our sweet Rowan and hear all about your labor with him and delivery. And I mean, he's already 10 weeks old (laughs) and it has gone by so incredibly fast. I honestly don't even believe you (laughs) when you say he's 10 weeks old. It makes no sense, but so much happens in 10 weeks time especially when you're with a little and you're going through the newborn phase Mm -hmm. so catch us up tell us all about the day and days leading up to the birth of Rowan man I know 10 weeks um well our little boy he was due December 7th um backstory Mm -hmm. we don't really know if that was his actual due I mean it was his due date but there was question on whether or not he I was actually further along um than that he was okay. measuring bigger for months <laughs> so it was like yeah. uh is he or is he just a bigger baby um and Ruth was small like she was born at six pounds 13 ounces and right he was measuring that size at like 32 weeks <laughs> Like he was really oh, wow. big. And so, but I mean, it's also an ultrasound and all that right. other stuff. So they never truly know. Um, so with that in mind, I was kind of like, I'm not going to make it to December 7th. Like, no, right. there's no way. <laughs> um, and then I actually, my pregnancy this time was a bit more difficult. I don't think I let my body fully heal. To be honest, mm. I mean, I got pregnant at, I think, nine months postpartum from Ruth. Right. And so, and I, like, didn't get back into, like, full strength body-wise like I was with Ruth before I had her. So, right. this time, my body was like, what are you doing to me? <laughs> <laughs> and um, I was actually taken off of work a few weeks before or maybe a month before he was born um because he Uh was pinching nerves on my leg and so my leg would go numb every once in a while and so that was Mm. a safety hazard when you're walking around in a classroom and you could potentially fall and all that fun stuff so um it is I at first I was like I'm going nuts because Ruth I would she also sat on a nerve I think my hips are messed up or something like the way the baby sits. Yeah. Um, because it's the same leg, 
and hers wasn't as bad though I would just like get tingly down my leg and I feel like it's asleep and I have to wake it up with him it was like I have no feeling and I'm about to fall over like what's happening Mm. so doctor said it was normal they put me in for physical therapy but it's covid still and everything's backed up so (laughs) my physical therapy appointment is in march of this year yeah oh amazing good (laughs) yes i need to cancel that one um so i was off which was actually pretty good i got some time to rest my body um before i went in but i think it was the week week before thanksgiving I went in on a Thursday, I had some bleeding and they still, we have no idea why I bled. Like it was so <laughs> scary, especially when you're so yeah, far I along was... or anytime, I guess anytime in your pregnancy, you never know. Bleeding is not no. what you want to see. And I was 37 weeks and I was like, what is happening? And I text Ryan, he's at work teaching. And I was like, I guess I'm going to go to the hospital. Like, I don't, I don't know. Um, right. Drove over there. And by the way, I did not eat anything before I left. Any, yes, Big any mistake. moms listening, you take whatever <laughs> you can and you eat it on the way there. Um, oh so my I gosh. got to labor, not labor delivery. I got to triage and they ran like all kinds of tests. Um, but when you're in triage, they also automatically put like a contraction monitor and a Heart rate, mm-hmm. heart rate, right? Monitor for baby yeah, on yeah. your stomach. Um, and I was there from, I think it was like 9.30 until about 6 p.m. No food, yeah, guys, the whole time. I was starving. Excruciating, especially when you're so pregnant. Mm-hmm. You are really oh, eating yeah. for two. <laughs> at, the, at the end, so you really hungry. are. And I was like, I didn't eat breakfast. Like, it's been hours um but they don't have you eat anything because they're like well if we have to do an emergency c-section we don't want anything in your system so ran a bunch of tests and they were like nope you're dilated to one and i was like great um they ended up sending me home but while i was there they noticed that he had some dips in his heart rate which is actually what happened with Ruth. And so I was like, mm-hmm. I'm going to have this baby soon. I know it. Like, they're going to induce yeah. me. Um, they had monitored me, lo- monitored me long enough to where they were like, you know what, it's okay. We'll take what you have here and then just come back tomorrow for a non-stress test, which is where they also kind of monitor baby for like 30 minutes, 20, 30 minutes. Right. Um, and I was like, okay. So went home and I was not feeling like I was going to have the baby the next day. I was like, eh, like it should be fine. They didn't seem too worried. Mm-hmm. Got to the non-stress test, got in, they got me on the monitor and the lady walked away and she was already calling <laughs> triage and mm. she came back. She's like, okay, honey, you're going to go to triage. The moment they had me on there, he went from like 180 to 70 and then back oh, up wow. to like 160 or something so they're like we're gonna send you over um because he did it a few times in a matter of like three minutes so i was like okay that's not good um went to triage did you start to feel panicked how were you feeling i did i at first i was like 
I think I was panicked, but then I was like, well, I'm in the best place I could be. Right. (laughs) But then I was also like, right. I'm not going home without a baby in my arms. Like, I know this is it because there's no way they're going to let me go. Yeah. Yeah. And if they want to send me home, I'm probably going to argue it because I'm not going to feel comfortable anymore. Right. Because you're going to be there the next day anyway. Um, So I had already texted Ryan and I was like, okay, (laughs) what happened with Ruth is happening again. So just get ready. Um, And this was at like two o'clock in the afternoon. I got into triage. They got me on the monitors and he continued to do that. Not a ton, but enough. And the doctor on call was, by the way, the triage is crazy right now. Just letting you guys. It's not like you're in the middle of a pandemic right. or anything. So it was, yeah, it was great. It was a Friday afternoon. Apparently that's like their rush day. I don't know how you, I don't know how that works. <laughs> how do you yeah. rush? How do you plan when your baby's right. going to be born? I know people are like, oh, we made it to the weekend. I can finally go in for that thing I've been meaning to do. Right. <laughs> um, but so it was really full. So it took a long time for things to happen. And my doctor ended up stopping by before I even met the on, the doctor on call. And she was looking out at me and she was looking at my records and she was kind of like, I think I'll send you home. I'm going to just wait. So I texted Ryan. I was like, I guess she's going to try to send me home. But I had talked to her about like, is it safe? It's going to happen. Right. She's like, I'm going to take some look at some other things. Um, and I thought I was maybe going home. I was like, I they didn't have any rooms. <laughs> that was the main problem. Right. So I was like, well, isn't it scary? The unknown, like the bouncing back. It and was forth? terrifying. And I'm like, <laughs> I think for me, the hardest part was I knew Ruth was at daycare. And I was like, am I going right. to see my daughter tonight or right? what's going to happen? And all the moving pieces. Um, it re- I, and then eventually she came back and she was like, well, you had bleeding yesterday. He's measuring. I think at that point he was measuring at 39 weeks. It was 37. Okay. So um, she's like, he's measuring big. So if we deliver, he should be fine. And um, she's like, he was dipping too much for me to send you home. I was like, okay, that's fine. Um, so they planned on inducing me and they're like, we're going to get you into a room as soon as we can. We're going to start everything now. So they do um, lots of blood work. And then I think I did my COVID test in there. And they had me strapped up to the monitors like the whole time. Um, Right. And still no food. But this time I did eat before I left. I did eat lunch. I was like, (laughs) but not not enough. enough. (laughs) I did eat lunch, but I was like, it'll be fine. Um, So I knew by six o'clock that I was staying and that's when like we had contacted you guys for Ruth and she went yeah. to stay with you guys and Ryan's like running around trying to get everything where it's supposed to be. Um, right. And I'm still nervous about the room situation <laughs> because every like I don't know, little about, I don't know what you call them, like the curtains, every little, yeah. The area. <laughs> and triage, yeah. triage is like a, <laughs> at our hospital, it's like a U shape and there's just right. um curtains lined in between beds so um all of them were full so I was like well something's happening 
Um, yeah. And they said it would be a while. So I was like, okay. And hours kept passing by. And <laughs> your husband's mm. not allowed in until you're in a room right now for COVID protocols. Isn't that so terrible? Because so much happens while you're in Mm -hmm. triage. You get checked, you're in pain, you're scared, you're uncomfortable, and you're bored out of your mind. I'm like, it's been hours. (laughs) And like, you can't, like I had downloaded stuff on my phone, right? Like podcasts and like shows. And I'm like, I can't focus on any of this. Like, no way. Can't read a book. Like there's too, there's too much going on, but there's also not enough. You're getting to hear all the drama. The person next door, yes, all the things, and then you can't sleep. They expect you to sleep, and it's like, no, that's not going to happen. Yeah, it's cold and it's loud and you're right, and you're like kind (laughs) of exposed a little bit, right? Like you're covered with a sheet and like a little gown and chilling, strapped up to this monitor. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Um, but hours kept passing and I was just like am I gonna get a room and Ryan's texting me and he's like well um I think his aunt was gonna drop him off at the hospital because I had driven myself Mm -hmm. and I was like okay but it's getting pretty late like it was 10 (laughs) o'clock when I'm talking to him about this right and he was like she says she'll do it I'm like okay I didn't get in my room until about 12 30 at night and I did tell Ryan to bring me food. He did bring me food. <laughs> so I got something. Good. I was like, you need to bring me something. Um, and bring me the biggest size right? of whatever it is. Just bring it all. <laughs> um, but it was, it was an interesting experience right now. Because um, he was born right before the Omicron. Is that how you say it? Surge. Right. Um, but there was still a limited amount of space in the hospitals. So... When I was in triage, it was like 10 or 11. I kept hearing a baby cry. And I was like, I am going insane. There should not be a baby in triage. Because you go triage, labor, delivery, and then postpartum. So I'm like, what is, why am I right. hearing a baby? Um, and finally, like when the nurse came to get me, it had been hours of me hearing this baby cry. And I was like, I am going crazy. Um. And I asked her, she's walking, I was like, is there a baby in here? And she's like, I don't think so. There shouldn't be. And I was like, that's mm-hmm. what I thought. And then as we're like walking past the last curtain, a mom walks out carrying a baby. And I was like, crazy. Oh. <laughs> she was like, just kidding. I'm, they must be full. And I was like, what? And she's like, postpartum yeah. is full. So if postpartum's full, they send them back to triage. Um which this is like an awful situation, by the way. Terrible. And so terrible. partners don't get to go with you because you're technically in a shared space. So they call it like unnecessary people or some other fancy word for it. But pretty much yeah. like you're not the mom, you're not in here type of thing. Less risk. So this poor mom was in triage with a newborn baby by herself. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is going to be me. Like... I was terrified my whole stay until I got into my postpartum room. Um, But what was crazy was Ryan finally got there and he was like, I just ran into one or I just found out one of my classmates because he's in an admin program right now. His wife is in triage and he can't be in there. And I was like, oh, I saw Mm -hmm. her with her baby. Like, 
it was oh, that was her was like, oh no um found out that she didn't get to see her husband till like three o'clock the next afternoon like it was oh awful my goodness. so that was a sidetrack sorry but crazy wow. covid stuff happening in the hospital so this is my anxiety like eating at me throughout my whole labor because I'm like this is going to be right. my ending um so I get in there and the nurse is really nice she's like here's your room we're going to get you started on Cervidil which I did with Ruth and it's kind of nice that I got induced a second time because I already knew everything that was you knew the process yeah I was like yeah. okay let's start this um and so Cervidil, they insert in you vaginally. It's not the most pleasant, um, but it's pretty much supposed to soften your cervix. And then once that's done, then they give you Pitocin, which starts contractions and dilating. And so um, last time I had two doses of Cervidil, so I was just like waiting for it because Cervidil has to be in you for 12 hours. It's a long yeah. time to wait. So I was like, <laughs> we're going to get comfortable. It it's going to be a few days. Um and it was great like right the next day like this time I only had one Cervidil and then so that was at midnight so the next afternoon they started Pitocin and I was just chilling like no big deal like I wasn't in pain right we like watched movies and just kind of waited a long time (laughs) good bonding time one-on-one it was and like it's kind of sometimes I'm like it's kind of nice because you I mean you're literally getting food brought to you like you can't move you're just like hanging out (laughs) before the before like full-blown labor it's kind of like it's like everyone's like waiting on your head and foot like it's a nice little yeah I um and so it was nice we just hang out and ate food watched tons of movies and um they would came in to check me a few times and I wasn't making a lot of progress dilating so same literally the same doctor who broke Ruth's water came in and he was like well we're gonna break your water <laughs> and I was like oh you broke my last time <laughs> like okay yeah and they're done like, that see you again um <laughs> and so he broke my water and they thought it would get things moving. And, um, he, this might be TMI, but whatever he <laughs> broke I Lay know, it right? on us. <laughs> when he was, tra- he was trying to break my water and it hurt so bad. And, um, mm. they, when they had done my cervical checks before they had said like, you have, I don't know what they called it, but my cervix was going the wrong way like it was behind his head so it wasn't moving forward like it's supposed to um which meant in order to do a cervical check they like had to really go deep and like move him and it was just like the most painful thing in the world that's wild oh yeah it was it was oh I was like are you kidding me so um he broke the water and then he was like all right we're we got to get her on either painkillers or um start her epidural because we're not gonna be able to check her anymore without like really causing damage and I was like oh great I think that's lovely um so they ended up just starting my epidural early 
And my last okay. baby, the epidural did not fully work. And I really, really mm. know that now. So I'm like, <laughs> like, uh. like last time, like I got a little numb in like a few places and then like I was able to like kind of sleep, but I still felt everything and it hurt really bad. Oh yeah, no, that's oh, not yeah. what an epidural is. Like, like I was like, are you kidding me? Like I can't feel anything. This is amazing. Like that is good <laughs> yeah. to know because I remember getting, oh wait. Uh, hurt right like it is the worst and so I yeah I was like this is the best thing ever and so this I think was at about 5 a.m yeah yeah 5 a.m Sunday morning and he was like it might take a while for to like like get things moving with Pitocin and all that and I'm like okay um and I'm still not in pain I'm just hanging out right they have started Amazing. moving me into different positions, trying to get Rowan to move, um, like crazy positions. Like I didn't know <laughs> about some of these positions. Like they put the bed all the way like, straight up and mm-hmm. you like squat on the very edge of the bed. Did you know about that position? I didn't do that one, but <laughs> I did a whole lot of crazy things that I was like, I don't think, think I would ever that? do this normally. Like in my free time, this is not my position of choice. All kinds of like weird <laughs> peanut balls and like all kinds of yeah. Oh yeah. It's so funny. Uh we have a mutual friend and we had been talking about the peanut ball. And I'm wondering, like, I bet we've all used the same peanut ball. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> like next time we just need to make a little mark on it. Uh, right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> with our baby's initial and then see if we what? get the same peanut ball <laughs> oh my gosh that's so true because they have to reuse them right like <laughs> sanitize them down oh yeah I mean they stole when I was using mine they stole it from somebody else's room who was oh using gosh. it and so we were just passing the peanut ball oh back and gosh. forth <laughs> the things there's so many yeah uh, so many weird positions I just I'm like how is this supposed to help and like, I don't know. But the one on the Well, did it? It did actually it help did. Him the one on the edge of the bed helped get things going a little bit more. Um, I maxed out on Pitocin, like the sign agreed upon amount of Pitocin that the doctor allowed, like three times. Yeah. <laughs> They'd have to wait and get consent mm. to like up it. Um, Rowan was not moving. He was like, nah, we're good. And my cervix did not want to dilate. Uh, it was pain. Oh. So then um the other interesting thing was once you reach a level of pitocin they want to put um the monitor on the baby to measure like his heart rate and stuff better right (laughs) which is also up in you okay whatever all of it it. also (laughs) like you have a catheter in last time I felt them put the catheter in and it was awful this time I felt Mm -hmm. nothing so I was like this is like the dream you're all just put everything inside of her right. that you need to just <laughs> I'm like oh this is great I'm good um but they were actually running out of supplies for those like they were Ooh. short on certain things and they were like there's just so much going on blah 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 and so it's only on like a emergency basis and the doctor finally came in she was like no if she's on this much pitocin she has to be or you have that in her and all this stuff so got all that squared away um 
And my nurse was amazing. Her name is Jill. I love her. She's great. I had two nurses that were with me for a lot. And that was, Jill was the one who helped deliver him. Um, But it was actually side story. My IV, because I was Uh in triage the day before they had like taken the like ideal IV spot. Right. So then they didn't want to put my other one in there. So they did like a weird one on my wrist and in the middle of the night I think it was Saturday night I think um my wrist started blowing up with fluid fun fact yeah I was like that's great so then I had (laughs) did I take that out and I had to like get the fluid out and then they had to move it to the inside of my other arm my left arm um Mm. And any t- if I moved it a certain way, an alarm would go off on my IV oh. machine. Oh, yeah. Um, so I got to know Jill really well because <laughs> we had to be like, sorry, Jill, <laughs> my alarm's going off again. So she came in at least once an hour. She got to know me real well. Um, oh, yeah. And those IV, those beeps so are so obnoxious. Much. Like, you just no. can't ignore it. You just... You can't. can't and then it. it's like, I, there were a few times she came in, she's like, oh, shoot, no, you're actually running out of something. Like, <laughs> they actually have to yeah. check it because you don't know if it's just a false alarm or like whatever. And those things, I could not, I hate needles. The idea of having one in me for all that time just, ugh. I could not wait to take the one out of mm-hmm. my hand out. That was like, I was so ready for them to take that out after. Logan, I still have a little mark on my hand from where oh, it was. See, I just remember, like, just take this out. I don't need anything nope. else. I want to mm-hmm. hold my baby because I had mine even still when I was up in postpartum. They kept it in just in case you needed something in case of emergency. Yeah, that was my problem with nursing once I got to postpartum because it was still in and it's in the crook of my arm. <laughs> so when I was yeah. trying to hold, it was just. The alarm went off a lot in postpartum too, because anytime I moved him, I was just like, yeah. screw it. Like we're moving. Alarm's gonna go off. Like yeah. it is what it is. I, I hate IVs. They're the worst. Um, but yeah, so then I love Jill. She's great. And she kept coming in. She'd be like, Do you feel any pressure? Like, no, not really. And if you've had a baby, you know the pressure feeling. It is like you oh, yeah. <laughs> it is like you have to take the biggest poop of your life and it hurts yeah. and you're like you can't yeah. control it at a certain point right and um yeah. I was like I'm not really feeling that like I I was feeling contractions but they're just like ah like uncomfortable little twinges they weren't awful um and then around one o'clock I was like I'm feeling some pressure so I let her know she's like okay like I'll come back in like 20 minutes and check you. She ended up coming back at like 105. She was like, I, I just thought maybe I should check your cervix if that's okay. And I was like, yeah. Um, yeah. And I was dilated to six, I think. And she was like, I'll be back in about 10 minutes. and We'll check again just to see how fast you're going. And I'm like, okay. She came back about 10 minutes and I was at eight. And she was like, okay. I know this is really fast guys. (laughs) And she's like, and it could be like 20 minutes. It could be two minutes. Like, we'll see how it goes, but 
I'm going to go tell the other patient that I'm going to be with you for now on. I was like, okay. Right. And she left the room and all of a sudden I was like, Ryan, I have to push. Like you need to call Jill. Like I, the, it's coming. It's coming. <laughs> he was like, I was like, what freaking out. And it literally got to her. I was like, I, I have to push with this kid. And yeah, she came back in and she was like, okay, like I want you to try to breathe through the contraction. Try not to push. The doctor is currently delivering another baby. And I was like, great. Cause it, I can't right? help I like, it. Okay. <laughs> and, um, so she was like trying to like help me breathe through them. Um, they actually called NICU nurses in just because he had been having his weird heart issues. Um, and fun fact, like I couldn't be in certain positions when I was laboring because his heart rate would drop. So they don't really, right. they think maybe his umbilical cord was wrapped around or something. So mm-hmm. they had them come in just in case. Um, and of course, Jill's like, it's not a big deal. It's just extra hands. And I'm like, I know they're concerned. It's fine. Just like, <laughs> yeah. And all of a sudden, I remember like with Logan, we also had the NICU mm-hmm. nurses come in. They were all there. And all of a sudden, there's like 10 yeah. people in your room. And you're like, okay, <laughs> yeah. here we go. It's like, like, where'd you all come from? <laughs> all hands yeah. are on deck. Yeah. Yeah. And it, yeah, it was insane. So I was like, okay, like, here we go. And an hour before that, I remember um, the tech who comes to like make sure all the supplies is in the room had been like, there's about to be like eight babies born in the next hour just so you guys know. And I was like, what? And she's like, yep, it's birthday time. And I was like, okay. And our hospital, when you have a baby, they send off like a little chime that the whole hospital can hear. She was not kidding. There were babies coming. (laughs) So so um, I was waiting for the doctor and I was like, that lady better have her baby quick. Like, let's go like um and Jill was like I can she's like if we need to I can deliver the baby it's okay like there's people here um she's like I've done it before I'm like okay I'm trusting you um doctor came in and it was like 1 30 and she's like okay you can push and um he was born eight minutes later so I literally, mm-hmm. I think I did five pushes and he was out, which compared to Ruth's two hours of pushing, I was like, <laughs> she was like, okay, he's like through the, the pelvic bone, I think is where they have to like get the shoulder. Yeah. Um, she's like, go, go, go. And I was like, are you kidding me? Um, to where when it was over, I was kind of like, that was it. Like, <laughs> like, oh my gosh, this is the best. She's like, second babies come faster and like your body's more ready or whatever. Um, but it was, it was insane. I was like, this is the easiest thing. And Ryan, Ryan was like <laughs> laughing at me. I was like, I mean, it hurt like really bad. Like it really hurt, but it happened yeah. so quick that it wasn't like the awful dreading that I have before so you mean to say we got screwed out of our first birth and then I'm like (laughs) talking to the nurses and they're like well the first baby they try to slow down your labor so you don't tear as much blah 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 and I'm like are you kidding me (laughs) yeah so he was born really quick I I even tore less with this one I think I had like a one degree tear 
a one degree or two degree tear, like hardly tore. Um, and it was like, <laughs> I think because I had Ruth in the morning, it felt like an awful long day, but like I had Rowan at right. one thirty something in the afternoon. And so by the time he was there, it was like, Oh, like, this is a nice afternoon and like we're gonna yeah (laughs) chill um and it was kind of weird like I I think with Ruth the nurse that we had that delivered her shift changed like right after she was born and Jill was with us for like another three or four hours and so she would just come in and hang out help with the baby um Mm. and Rowan like latched nursing wise really quick in the room which was great um the only problem I had which they weren't moving me to postpartum (laughs) but Ruth I got moved to postpartum like within an hour and so I wasn't getting moved and I was like what is happening (laughs) like am I not gonna have a room so it was going through my brain um but Jill was like, okay, we're going to try to get you to go to the bathroom. Um, this is like the worst part, I think, for me in the hospital is like the first time you have to pee after delivery. They normally wait. It's like an oh, hour yeah. after you give birth, right? It feels like. It mm-hmm. burns. <laughs> and you're like, everything's going to fall out. I know it. Like, it's just like. Yeah. And they're like <laughs> sitting there watching you and you're like bloody and exposed. And like, now you're just. I mean, at one point, at some point during your labor, you just like all decency oh, yeah. goes out the window. <laughs> like all of it, it's mm-hmm. all gone. You're almost naked like the entire time, and you're just like, right. it is what like, it is. Everyone's looking up there. <laughs> They've all seen it. Like here we yeah. go. Uh, yeah. And then, like, I feel like I don't know. After you have the baby, like your stomach's all squishy. <laughs> that feeling, I hate mm-hmm. that feeling. And it's not like, oh, I hate, like, the baby fat or whatever. It's literally just the awkward, gross feeling of it. Um, The first, like, week after. I hate that feeling. And so she came in to do that, and they had to wait for the epidural to wear off. And normally it's gone within that hour. And so everything, I could feel everything except my right leg from about my knee down. I was like, that's weird. Like, it's just tingly numb can't move it yeah don't know what's happening and so when she came in she was like how are you doing and I was like Jill I can't feel my right foot like is that normal and she was like um nope let me contact someone (laughs) and in the meantime they had me use I think it was called a Sarah steady or something but it's like Mm. a weird little walker I felt like (laughs) an old lady they like Oh, it's yeah. kind of cool they like have little feet things that like come out and you put your feet on it to stand up so you're because like you can't move so they're not like a normal walker it's like a stand on it and someone pushes you type of walker oh, okay. and yeah, yeah. so she did that we went and had to pee and do all that awfulness um <laughs> and she got to push on my stomach which with Ruth I felt like they pushed on my stomach to do the um what's it called the massage on your uterus I felt like they did it so much more with Ruth I don't know if I just forgot I don't know 
I mean, they did it to me while I was in there with Rowan, but it didn't feel like as often. Um, it didn't feel like I bled as much. I don't know. Right. Weird things. But um, they ended up putting me back in bed and I was in labor and delivery until about nine or 10 o'clock that night. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. so I was in there for a while, but I while I was peeing for the first time, I was like, Jill, are they going to give us a room? And she just looked at me and she was like, I'm going to do the best I can. And I was like, oh, great. Oh. Like, like, thanks, Jill. So that's yeah. not an answer. Like, okay. <laughs> um, and so she left and I, they actually had a postpartum nurse take over. So it was kind of weird. Like I had a bunch of postpartum stuff coming down because postpartum is the floor up um, to me. And I was being looked after right. after postpartum nurse, but I was just on the different floor. So when that alarm kept going off, just random people would come in and have to turn it off. Um, but Rowan was doing fine, but my leg wasn't working. So I literally had to call for like everything. <laughs> and then I ended up being mm-hmm. a fall risk while I was in there, which is fun. Oh. You're like takes away it all does and it was even like I can't even take a shower like yeah it was not fun um that first shower is oh magical. yeah I didn't get it until I got <laughs> I felt so gross oh, I was no. like oh this is disgusting but yeah it because you're like sweaty and yeah everything oh, yeah you're it's just your hair is like just everything, everything. <laughs> feels dirty <Right. laughs> Um, yeah, so I was in there for a while. Rowan was doing great. Um, as far as we knew, like he was eating, at least we thought he was and, um, Mm -hmm. just chilling really like we just bonded with little man, took pictures and, um, called people. I think we FaceTimed you with Ruth or at least took pictures or something. I don't remember what we did. And, um, got up to postpartum they did get us a room which I was very very great Ryan and I had we were praying real hard while we were in labor and delivery um but they said it had like cleared out so I don't know what happens <laughs> yeah I'm waves. Like, what and I had talked to one of my friends um is an used to be a nurse there and she was like uh, by the by Sunday it's normally empty I was like, how do you, what, I don't so know what weird. happened. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> um, so we got to postpartum and kind of just hung out there. They did all the little fun stuff on him, all the little checks. Um, what we did notice in postpartum with Rowan is he could sleep like a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, that was a fun, like what is happening our kid sleeps like the whole time so um they had us on an alarm for him to wake him up and feed him um but he seemed to be doing well like the lactation consultant was like yeah he's eating good like um we could see the colostrum colostrum i hate that word <laughs> i hate that I word <laughs> and his mouth like while he was eating so we're like okay and um he wasn't fussy or anything so we're like okay like he's right. he's good and um we ended up just hanging out they are trying to get people out as soon as they can so we were 
discharged at like five in the evening yeah monday and so i had him one o'clock in the afternoon on sunday and we were out by monday around five ish right i think that's all right because he brought the kids over like right after i think that's yeah yeah it was evening whatever day it was it was evening time (laughs) and um yeah it was i mean postpartum was pretty chill too we just watched movies fed the baby snuggled and did all that fun stuff it was good and then we brought little man home and ruthie (laughs) you guys brought ruthie (laughs) and then and then all of a sudden somehow 10 weeks have gone Mm -hmm. by and he's growing and he's beautiful and he looks like Ruth. so much like (laughs) he's my little blonde ruthie so yes yeah he's pretty cute Okay, I want to ask, how did you guys pick his name? So we're both teachers. And we always were like, we're not going to name him after a student. But we were actually driving out to your old house. I can, like, remember uh-huh. where we were. And I was like, I like the name Rowan. And so I was like, Ryan, what about Rowan? And he was like, what? And I was like, well, you had a student. And he was like, we're not. And I was like, no, no, no. Like, it's one of your cool students. Um, He... I think he was like a sophomore in Ryan's class, but Christmas tree lane in Fresno is a street where they have tons of Christmas lights every year. And it's like this big thing. You can go look at all of them. You can drive down it or you can walk it. Well, you used to be able to walk it. It's a little different now with COVID. Um, but when we, I think our first year married, we walked it and his student Rowan was out there playing the violin at someone's house and mm. super talented musician, really cool kid. And I really liked his name. And so I was like, come on. Like, he was a good student. Like, there's nothing wrong with him. Come on. (laughs) Um, And so we got that from him. And did you tell? Has Ryan told? I don't think so. I think he graduated. So I don't think he had. I think he graduated. Yeah, he graduated because he's in like a symphony or something. I don't know what he's doing. Oh, but. That's yeah, cool, so he though. is like, he's not named after like a weird thing. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like he's not named after him, but that's where I got the name from. Yeah. Um, but I'm sure the kid would be very excited if he knew. And the middle name we fought about for a long time. Not fought. We are uh, disagreed. Can't <laughs> think of the right word. <laughs> there you go. Let's <laughs> We disagreed (laughs) for Mm -hmm. months and months and months and it was October and I was like we have to choose a name like I was already on maternity leave and he still didn't have a middle name yeah and I was like all right I'm gonna pull up a list of names and we're just gonna choose one because we're just gonna veto the ones that each of us had a middle name we wanted and we didn't agree on them so I was like it's not gonna be those names and We'll just choose a different one. And we went down the list and we found Ezra. And we're like, that works. Mm -hmm. And that was it. Like, it was like, (laughs) that's it. (laughs) It's like, okay. And like, Ryan's grandpa is so sweet. He like talks about how um, I didn't know that Rowan meant redhead until after he was born. (laughs) So yeah, means redhead. And then uh, I think Ezra's about like 
a builder or something. Um, like his, so his oh. grandpa's always like talking about how he can be like a redheaded builder, and I'm like, oh no, <laughs> like I mean, he might be, <laughs> but yeah. So his name doesn't have like a ton of significance, but but it's cute, cute, cute little guy. <laughs> but yeah, Aww. so we got his name, Lilrone Ezra. That's amazing. What are some of your favorite things that he's doing right, right now? now? He has mastered his smile. And oh, it is boy. the best. He isn't sleeping. Oh, he's sleeping well once he is asleep. We'll say it that way. Right. And so we're right now trying to kind of do the like, okay, go to sleep and we're going to leave the room. And then we come and check in on him. And once he sees you, he gives you that biggest grin. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, oh okay. like, this is what God did. He like made him so cute. You can't be mad at him. So yes, it's really cute. Aww. And he does the same thing when he sees Ruth, which is really fun. Like he likes watching his Ruthie, which is great. So cute. And he's going to learn from her and grow with oh, her. Yeah so special that they get to be so close together yeah I the first month I was like this is awful but slowly watching them now I'm like okay this is getting this is getting pretty good it'll be fun to see Mm -hmm. better much better so lucky for them too to be able to reflect on you know how they have come into this world and how they're growing up and if anything this can be a sweet diary entry yeah. to the kids one day about how amazing they are and, you know, what a miracle it is, you know, to have a baby and to grow a baby and to raise a baby. It's it so really special. is such a gift. Oh, you might be able to hear him screaming now. Sorry. You can hear him. And there you go. There's <laughs> the gift, ladies and gentlemen. You can hear him. <laughs> he- He's just making himself known. <laughs> that was one thing. His cry was so much louder than Ruth's. I was like, like, whoa, like you can you can let it out. Big boy and you always warned me. And I was like, what? Like, yeah. Boys they are different. <laughs> are. I'm like, what is happening? Like, yeah, he is, and he's such a mama's boy, and he's he's great little snuggles amazing well you go snuggle that (laughs) sweet boy and we can't wait to continue to hear about how he's growing and changing and uh hopefully sleeping through the night very soon fingers crossed (laughs) (laughs) all right see you next time oh all right go kiss that boy (laughs) 